This is a podcast by The Straits Times. Um, very modern, very clean, very busy and uh, interesting buildings, kind of. Um, I think that they must have got, uh, in the 80s, they must have got a lot of architects and given them a lot of acid uh, and let them, let, let them just uh, let rip. Hi, this is Toen Lee, arts writer for The Straits Times, here with Live Chats, the podcast of the best chats in arts and entertainment. At a Singapore Writers' Festival recently, I spoke with Scottish author Irvin Welsh. He is best known for his first novel, Trainspotting, which was published in 1993 and later made into a film. Some of his later books, including his latest novel, Dead Men's Trousers, have featured a recurring cast of characters, including heroin addict Renton, con artist Sick Boy, Whipping Boy Spud, and the sociopath Bagby. Welsh, who was in Singapore for the first time, had some interesting things to say about our cityscape and how he treats his characters. Hi, I'm Tawan Lee, Straits Times arts reporter. I'm here today at the Singapore Writers' Festival with Scottish writer Evan Welsh. So hi, Evan. Hi. How's it feel being in Singapore for the first time after the airport? Uh, yeah, it's fine. I'm still a bit jet-lagged and trying to come to terms with um, kind of um, not my head being in different time zones, but yeah, I'm having fun. So what was your first impression of the city, the first day you arrived? Um, very modern, very clean, very busy and uh, interesting buildings, kind of. Um, I think that they must have got, uh, in the 80s, they must have got a lot of architects and given them a lot of acid uh, <laughs> and let them, let, let them just uh, let rip, basically. Oh, so, um, your latest book, Edmund's Trousers, what about it do you find hard to write? Were there any particular challenges you could tell us about? The whole process, I know the whole process um, is challenging, but overall... Yeah, I mean, I don't, th- you know, I think they just, uh, it's like any book, you know, you start off and uh, it's fun, and then you get to a point and you just think to yourself, oh God, I'm so fed up with this now, I want to stop, I just want to go. Uh, so, um, so, yeah, so... Uh, I think that uh, then you push on and you st- it starts to get m- look more like a book. Uh, so they're all you know they're all the same in that way really. You know you kind of have your ups and downs with them, um, and the best part is finishing them. Yeah. Would you say you feel much sentimental attachment to the characters? I don't really know. I mean, I kind of see them as tools in a box. You pull them out and you do a, a job with them, and then you put them back in. Um, but uh, I don't really have that kind of connection. With uh, with the books, once you know, once the, I have a tremendous connection with them when I'm writing them, and I'm in the moment of absorbed with them. But uh, when they're done, you know, you don't want to see them again. Yeah, you're now based in Miami, the states. Uh, what about that community strikes you as fascinating or interesting? You use it, I mean, that use it as source for source material for your books as well. The current book you're working on on gun violence in the states. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm actually, the book I'm doing is uh, about that, is actually about Las Vegas, set in, set in Vegas, but um, yeah, I do, f- I mean, I find that whole Sunbelt culture quite quite interesting because it's very visual, you know, it's like I come from a very oral culture and uh, this is a very visual culture and it's just interesting, it's just, you know, the, the weather, the climate just changes everything and opens up a whole different... Um, a whole different set of behaviours and relationships. Uh, so yeah, I do. Uh, I find it um, a, a very uh, nice um, contrast with Scotland. Yeah, America is an interesting place to be in right now. Yeah, I mean, everywhere is interesting right now because the world is all kind of in this big state of flux and change. And um, 
it's uh, it's you know it's like how it's all going to work out and unravel is beyond everybody. But um, it's I think that uh, we're you know it's healthy to be very confused about it because they are kind of very confusing times. Yeah, and I think you've also mentioned that um, I mean, you were saying that the characters in, in the latest book um, are undergoing a kind of existential crisis. Will you compare that to what you're feeling right now? Um, I think everybody in the world is having this existential crisis right now because we're moving to this um, this whole new sort of mode of production where we're not making um, physical goods anymore and we can't um, we can't create anything at profit we can't pay wages so we're moving into a whole post-capitalist paradigm and we don't know how we're going to do that basically um, so it's an interesting time um, people who've kind of had work and had jobs are feeling this existential crisis people who've had power who have power are feeling it as well because the, the basis of hierarchy is bec- becomes eroded when you have where you can't pay wages or you can't make profits yeah and you've been vocal about Brexit as well. How do you feel about the current situation? Um, it's a mess, but it's a mess. It's been a long time in the making. I mean, I don't like you know this idea that suddenly everything was wonderful and then Brexit came along and then you know it's not like that at all. I mean, the the the, the architects of Brexit have been the, the neoliberals who are, you know have been incredibly critical of it, but um, they're the ones that have presided over the massive. Um, inequality and transfer of resources to the very, very wealthiest and they can't really be surprised when people are throwing spanners into the works. Yeah, and you might return to the UK in the near future? Maybe not the UK, but some, somewhere in Europe? Somewhere over that side, yeah, yeah, I think I probably will. I'm still not sure, but probably will, yeah. yeah. And looking ahead, are there, are there any projects, any new projects which you would like to get involved in? Oh yeah, I mean that's what I love. What I love for new projects, like you know, I'm finishing a techno album, I'm finishing a book, um, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's fun to, to you know, it's like to, I mean, it's any creative person, you know, whether it's a, a writer or a musician or a painter or um, you know, it's like uh, you you you're always striving to to finish what you're doing so you can go on to something fresh. Yeah. Could you tell us a bit more about the TV shows that you're working on? Uh, I can't, no, because I think that you damn these things by talking about them. I mean, film and TV is just so collaborative and um, it's one step forward, two steps back all the time, you know, so you kind of have to, um, you know, until uh, until you, you're, you're in the first day of principal photography, in fact, until it's wrapped, you don't actually believe anything like that's going to happen. So um, you just, uh, you're just constantly sort of, you know, it's... It's just work that you know that you're you're knocking away at behind the scenes. Yeah. So what's going to be on your plate for the next week? For your next week in Singapore, are you going to? Uh, just going to hang around, see some see some shows. It's kind of quite a nice program. I'll maybe try and check check out a couple of events. I don't normally do that at festivals, but um, there's one or two things that be interesting to to see here. I want to find out more about the country. I want to find out more about the literature of the country uh, and um, the you know the politics of it, and find out what is beyond this kind of central business downtown district in the city. What is on the, the the fringes and peripheries of it? Uh, yeah, and uh, I'll also have stuff that I've got to get on with. That I've come here with. Um, I've come here with some kind of stuff that I have to do too. So. 
Yeah, I just try to keep all that on the go. And comparing the person you are now to the person you were 25 years ago, what do you think is the greatest difference in the way in which you've changed? Um, well, um, I don't know. I mean, I think that um, it's just an age thing. I think, you know, like um, 25 years ago, it was much sexier. I could handle my drugs and all that kind of stuff. Like, But these, these are just things that happen. Yeah, so moving forward. So, um, yeah, great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. And that was train spotting author Irvin Welsh with me, To Wen Lee. You have been listening to Live Chats. That's all for now, and hope to see you again next time. That was an SPH podcast. Find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and streaming on Google Home. Do send your feedback to podcast at sph.com.sg. You can also check out more podcasts on various topics at straightstimes.com and bt.sg.